talk about a moment with a land. Well, the morning, noon, and night, we're about to create a vibe. Don't be scared to speak your mind. Digging deep and say just what you find. Take a moment, take a moment, a moment with a Yo, what's goody, my good folks? Welcome back, welcome back. Another edition. A moment with L and A. And it's your boy L here, you know. The big EL with the lovely Miss A. How you doing, man? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good as well, man. I love that for you. Love that for us. Love that for us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. But let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it, all man. All right. No, no bullshit tonight. Nah, not at all. Be on no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Chris Breezy. <laughs> Backup vocals for the for the Breezy. <laughs> yeah, man. But let's let's Bro, bust it down with the vibe of the I'm week, hilarious. man. Let's bust it down with the vibe of the week, man. All right, tell so. me your non-gospel vibe of the week, sir. Okay, so non-gospel vibe of the week is, so my R&B non-gospel vibe of the week is by my dog, Six Lack, man. Um, I'm sure most people know who Six Lack is, or Black, or whatever you want to call him. Um, but he definitely a vibe. You got to get into it. If you ain't got into it, you, you missing out on a bunch. Um, but non-gospel vibe of the week, R&B style is Pretty Little Fears by Six Lack and J. Cole. Kind of a little bit of a throwback, I guess you can say. It came out a couple years back. Okay. But, um, I think it's timeless. It is. Cause all my songs on vibe of the week is, is throwbacks. So that would be my first one, Pretty Little Fears. J. Cole did his thing on that thing. Um, and, you know, Six Lack just a vibe, man, out of Atlanta. So that would be my R&B. Um, my rap vibe of the week, another power throwback by one of your favorite artists. <laughs> Not freaking wide wave. No, I wasn't. Is it Emery? Nah, not Emery. Okay, hold on. Okay, nah, so I said rap. Oh, you said rap by one of my favorite artists? Mm hmm. And it's not Rod Wave? Nah. Young Blue? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, he, what song is it? Miss It. That's my fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's my, my rap vibe of the week. Um, Young Blue, Miss It. Y'all know what it is. It's a man. vibe. I know you miss it, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's um that's that. And then my gospel vibe of the week. It's a throwback too. Um, um and I'm trying to look right now when this came out. Oh, this came out 2010. Mm. So this like super throwback of the week, vibe of the week. Um, and it's by Preacher Hilliard, Oh How We Love You. Mm. Um, so it's total Total vibe, total worship song, total just, just everything. Um, the song is just oily. Um, so I find it so funny when you say that. <laughs> Why you find it funny? It's just, it's, it's nice. Put it on a <laughs> yeah. t-shirt. Definitely. Um, so, oh how we love you by Preacher Hilliard. 
is my gospel vibe of the week, man. So, what about you, man? What's your what's your non gospel vibe of the week? My non gospel vibe of the week. It's funny that you mentioned Young Boy. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw it throw it back to last year. Mm-hmm. Well, or was it? It could have been like early this year. It could have been early 2021. <laughs> but your mind still. Mm-hmm. They say time heals. <laughs> yeah, that was my song. It still is. It's a vibe. It's a yeah, it's, it's a vibe. Featuring Drizzy Drake, your mind still. And then um Yeah, that was 2020. 2020? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the song of the year. Yeah. No count. Yeah, yeah, that we was a vibe. That. Mm-hmm. that was going on. It definitely was a vibe. Still is. I like that song. I like him. He's a he's a cool artist. Yeah. And um I would have to say my other vibey vibe of the week. I haven't I haven't done any Anne Marie songs yet. You know I like Anne Marie. <laughs> she is my favorite toxic artist. So <laughs> I'm gonna conceive my children to her. And it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but main thing. Main thing? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it's I heard a vibe. That one. You should listen to it. You've heard it before, but you should listen to it. For sure. Mm-hmm. So those are my non-gospel vibe of the week. And then my gospel vibe of the week, you guys already know. (laughs) Don't do that. Oh, my God. Can we get something else? I do do different artists. Don't. I can't recall on okay, you a know, moment sit- with LNA where you had a different gospel. Not you making fun of me for, for liking gospel music. Like. I'm not making fun of you for liking gospel. I'm making fun of you for only having for like- one gospel <laughs> artist. Listen, if, that, if that's how I listen to God, that's how I listen to God. Uh, that ass. You know, now I'm going to switch it because you're being a dick about it. And it's I mean, not just giving people me. some versatility. Like, Come on. Elgin, I'll throw this mic at your head. That's versatile. <laughs> okay. I see why you vibe with Anne Marie. <laughs> you just said it's toxic. It I like is. to I'm I'm a balanced. I'm a balanced kingdom kid. Oh, okay. Okay, so um since Elgin wants me to mix things up, it's my vibe of the week. Dang. Literally 80% of my Christian playlist, probably 90% is Maverick City music. I'm not <laughs> even joking. Just okay. give people what you got, man. Stop. Don't, see, don't rush me. Then I'm going to get even more like anxious. Okay. King of My Heart is one of my favorite gospel songs. That's not Maverick City music. It's by Bethel Music. Okay. I like King, King of, of My, my heart. heart. Yeah. And then Send the Rain by William McDowell. I like that song, too. Mm. Uncle William. Versatile. I would have never thought you like Uncle William. But he, he, you know. What do you mean by that? He's just very different than what you, what 85 or 90% of what your other gospel is. But he survived, though. Uncle William survived. Y'all hear how he's always um, judging me and trying to, like, typecast me? Like, what are you trying to say, LJ? Okay. That I listen to white Gospel no, songs? that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that Maverick City Music and William McDowell are just. Sir, I grew up on Kirk Franklin, just like how you grew up on Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Where are we going? Like, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole, and I don't even want to go down it. So we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna leave it there. So where are we going? Like, what are we talk about tonight, ma'am? We are going to be ch- chatting. About the things, well, the topic that you should be discussing prior to getting into a committed relationship mm-hmm. with another individual. For sure. Is that okay with you? I'm, I'm here for it. All right. So I feel like, and I'll just tell you some of mine, mm-hmm. well, one of mine, and you tell me one of yours, and we'll just kind of do it like that. And then we're going to do a little his and her segment, and then we're going to wrap it up. For sure. So I think one of the things that should be discussed prior to, um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. why did I just forget like everything prior to being into a committed relationship with another human being is I feel like we should discuss personality types and we should discuss love languages. Mm -hmm. Both of these are 
very important. Spot on. So uh, I'm going to say um, personality types first because people have different preferences with how they like to share their energy, with how they like to receive it. And if you're not well-versed about, like, person about who what your personality type is and then what other people's are, then you're just going to be ignorant to the entire topic. And then you're going to get easily offended. So if we were to put this into just common words, like, like I'm introverted, like, mm-hmm. naturally. So do I extrovert? Yeah, I have to At be times. extroverted mm-hmm. for my job. I have to be, I have to be extroverted to podcast, but I prefer to be introverted. That's just how I get my energy. That's how I recharge. I like to be alone. I like to, you know, if I know that, like, okay, in two weeks, I got this big-ass party that I have to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend two weeks gathering up all of my energy to, get to prepare done. for this party. Mm-hmm. So I don't really like last minute things, stuff like that. But if I were to meet a guy and, you know, let's say he's feeling the kid. <laughs> he wants to be in a serious relationship that he has to understand that, like, I like my space mm-hmm. respectfully. Like, I still love you. I still want to be next to you. Just not like all the time, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand those things. I think those are very important. Um, I think for me, out the gate, would definitely be balance um, and what balance looks like for you and what balance looks like for me. Um, I'm definitely about balance and life balance and, you know, just being able to, like you said, have parts of you that help you recharge, have parts of you that you're willing to give out in large batches at a time, you know? Um, so for me, just what balance in your life looks like, that would be something definitely want to talk about before getting into something serious. Um, and I would say just like, what's your, what's your financial goals for the next year? Um, and that's important because, um, you know, that helps me understand what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. And, you know, if as a man, you should also be a planner, um, and planning to do things with a woman. Um, if I know like, Hey, this is something that you're looking to do. I'm not going to per se be bringing up things that will always have to make you overextending and where you want to be financially mm-hmm. you know um so that would be two things i would definitely talk about out the gate okay love that for you yeah it's giving mature <laughs> very much so <laughs> very much been here before <laughs> so um okay i never elaborated about love languages yeah. Are my vocals like getting a lot better? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna leave your vocals for <laughs> off air, ma'am. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. <laughs> okay. Love languages. Mm-hmm. So I know like we talk about it a lot and I feel like love languages is low key a buzzword that people just be like, Oh, love languages. Yeah, used to draw people in. <laughs> But do we ever really talk about them? Yeah. Um, I just feel like love languages should be something that's discussed because oftentimes people will try to love you in the way that they receive love. And it's like, bro, that's not how Total I... Total opposite what of are what you, doing? you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. So I just think it's important to... one. I'm, a lot of this just goes back to like knowing yourself and knowing that, like, okay, I know this is how I operate. This is how I receive love. So I'm going to communicate this to you. Mm-hmm. Then what you do with that information, sir. Is on you. That's up to you. Yeah. But yeah, I just think love languages are important. Yeah, it is. And, you know, to kind of take it a step further. Um, I think that you understanding all the love languages mm-hmm. and the corresponding actions or acts that go with each love language 
is a necessity for you as a human being, period. Definitely. If you want to be out here calling yourself an elder bachelor or elder bachelorette or whatever the case may be, you need to understand what these things are and how you can properly love someone in all facets of those, no matter if it's your love language or if it's the love language that you hate the most. You have to be able to have the capability, the willingness, the skills to love someone in one, two, three, four, all of them, you know? Weird. I was actually going to say, um, love languages are important to know, just general, because even in your friendships, like your friends have love languages and your coworkers, and it's all kind of tied to your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know, like how well you can comprehend other people's emotions. How do you make these? How do you make them feel when you speak to them, when you're around them, when you interact with them? It's mm-hmm. all tied into you. emotional intelligence. Yeah. Definitely. But y'all talk about those love languages. Like I'm talking about it on the first date. Love language on the first date. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, I think it depends on where you're at in life. Maybe like, well, it depends because it may like, scare some people off, but it may intrigue some others. Well, it depends if we were already like conversing via phone, like prior to mm-hmm. our first date. Maybe I will via talk about it. Via phone. That's a good one. Because mugs don't talk on the phone no more nowadays. Oh, I've been texting. But <laughs> texting is so misconstrued sometimes. But no, it yeah. is. And okay, I mean, via phone, like just your phone. So iPhone, mm. I mean, like FaceTime. Talking, texting, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like I would never, like, if I met a guy out, you know, and he mm-hmm. said, hey, I want to take you out. Are you free on Friday? I'm not just going to go out with him three days later. Sir, you could be a serial killer. <laughs> I feel like you said this before. <laughs> I don't know who's on the I think that I what? say it all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm serious. So, like, mm-hmm. I would want to talk to someone at least, like, on a four week? separate occasions. Before I went out with you in person. Mm-hmm. Stranger danger is real. It's real. I feel you. You know? Um, I think, you know, I think it's possible to meet someone on a Sunday at a lounge. And they look at the calendar and they say, hey, this coming Friday, I'm free. Are you free? Da, da, da. And it might work, you know. But between Sunday and Friday. A lot of talking has gone on. Yeah. It's not just like that silence. Yeah, it ain't like. Remember me from Sunday? Nigga, no, the fuck? I don't. On Thursday, sending a A (laughs) an airstrike reminder. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, don't don't forget. forget No, I don't know you, sir. Don't forget in 24 hours, we're meeting (laughs) at the lounge. (laughs) Yeah, so I definitely agree with that. Um, I think that parenting styles should be talked about. Before dating? Yes. Before you serious da- seriously date someone? Yeah. Oh, so when you seriously date and you, you yeah, like see yourself having a kid with the person, what I you're mean, saying? I mean, isn't that the point? I'm just asking your yeah. opinion. Yeah, it's definitely. Because I feel like when you're seriously dating someone that you're saying that eventually this is probably mm-hmm. going to lead to marriage. Uh-huh. We're probably going to have a legit. So before we even do that, sir, do you like to beat your kids? <laughs> <laughs> you out here beating on kids. <laughs> So should we talk about this? Yeah, like bro. <laughs> so um, that should definitely be a conversation. Yeah. I don't plan on whooping my children. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand that. That's just you know. I think beatings definitely last resort. There's other ways. I think it should be a never resort. I mean, maybe eventually. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I don't plan on, <laughs> you know, beating my son. Um, I, I think that, that. I'll call CPS. <laughs> I think that, um, I'm joking. you know, there's a lot that can be taught and gotten done through effective communication and different ways of discipline. Um, I just think it's so. kind of odd if you aren't able to get a child to listen to you. Without, without you putting physically your putting yeah, your hands weird. on them, I think it's a little weird. It's giving. Maybe we should talk about a couple of things. Yeah, something's missing. 
And I just know that they weren't really helpful for me and they were traumatic, so I wouldn't, like, inflict that on my child. Yeah. Especially if I'm trying to promote to them to um, not let people hit them mm-hmm. or not let people who love you hurt you in that type of way. So, like, yeah. it's kind of a contradiction here. <laughs> yeah. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. So. Yeah, for me, I think the next two for me that I think you should talk about before getting into a serious relationship is um, childhood traumas. Um, because I think a lot of people don't understand that or don't know that they exist. So sometimes this may be the first time that someone's hearing it and it really sparks something from them that, like I said, they never really thought about. Um, so childhood traumas. How um, deep into the relationship do you think you should start talking about your childhood trauma? Hmm. Good question. Definitely not on the um, first date. Definitely not on the first <laughs> date. But we're saying like before you get into the relationship. So we're basically saying like this is like a few dates in, you feeling them, they feeling you. Well, and when thinking, I think about this, you know, mm-hmm. like a serious relationship, I feel like we're beyond the talking stage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like we're not fucking with anybody else. It's just you and I. Mm-hmm. And then like, so I feel like it's been like a good six months six a year <laughs> okay i mean yeah because some people talking stages are long some people talk stages are short so i mean i think like i never really been the type to like put a number because i think people do what they do yeah and that's their business um i've seen people that you know entertain each other for a year and it still never materialized into a committed relationship you know and i've seen people you know, interchange each other for a month and then now they official, you know? So I think like, you know, whatever works for you and that person is your business. But, um, I do think that, you know, if we're just talking about per se childhood trauma, I think, you know, maybe six months. I mean, but I also feel like that's also too, like whatever you're comfortable with as the individual. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, you know, we could say six months and then you just not feel comfortable about dealing with those traumas or speaking about them openly. And I think that person has to have patience mm-hmm. um, because, you know, a relationship is a marathon. It's not a sprint, you know, so you got to sometimes you got to build up and you got to get there. You can have the conversation in month three and see no movement until month seven mm-hmm. on something that deep, you know, now something that you got to deal with every day that's different, but the childhood trauma, past healing things that take time, you know, so that would be that for me. And um, I think another thing that you should talk about, and me personally, I feel like this could be kind of early, you know, a couple months in is, you know, um, sexual expectations. Um, Because I think a lot of times people know what their expectations are. They know what their desires or wants are. But they hold back on them and they think like it's going to get better over time and nothing gets better without intention and being worked at, Um, especially in a relationship. Sometimes as a unit, you have to work on things together for it to get better Um, because it's an area that each person contributes to. Um, So I think that, you know, sexual expectations but something, you know, that you can talk about pretty much as early as you feel like you want to talk about it. Um, yeah. Okay. How do you feel about those two? Well, you kind of spoke on childhood traumas. How do you feel about... Um, Sexual expectations? Yeah. I think that it should be something that's discussed as well. Like, yeah. prior to getting into a lifelong commitment with someone mm-hmm. we should talk about your sexual expectations of me and like how often do you want to have sex how often do you think we should have sex mm-hmm. like what's acceptable for you what's not acceptable for you like yeah let's talk about this so then like you said you're not guessing or depriving yourself like you mm-hmm. should never deprive yourself of anything in a relationship nah we got a partner yeah you're, you're supposed to serve each other yeah I agree. 
One time for the gang gang. One time for the one time. <laughs> um, I think that you should definitely discuss, like, where do you want to live? Mm. Yeah, like. I think that's a big one that gets <laughs> yeah. left out sometimes. And I think some people live in misery, living in places for over a decade in yeah. places they just, they have evolved from. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of things, too. Sometimes you you outgrow a space or you outgrow a city or even sometimes a state. You know, you outgrow a town. Um, and you just need a bigger horizon. I agree. Know. So I feel like that's like something that you shouldn't talk about early on. Like, yeah. yo, do you want to be in Florida forever? Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you see yourself raising your family? Mm-hmm. Do you want to live in the city or the country? Yeah. Do you want a house? Do you want to build it? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like this is stuff that we should talk about. Yeah, definitely. I think I remember having that conversation before I got that far. So definitely, I definitely remember the city or country conversation because you know, for me, I don't know. I think I'm kind of okay with both, but because I kind of grew up, it wasn't really country, but it had some parts of the town that was country, so I got a little bit of both. Um, I like the quietness of the country, but the access to everything in the city is the balance. So, you know, going home to the quietness, I think, is a good thing, but being not too far away to getting the access to, you know, the other things that a city life brings, I think is the balance for me, mm-hmm. you know, so somewhere in between is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear that, future wifey? <laughs> <laughs> so petty. Somewhere in between. For sure. What was I going to say? Um, I think conflict, conflict resolution should be discussed. Sir, how do you, how do you resolve conflict? <laughs> conflict do you resolution. punch walls? <laughs> You know, it took us all the way back to school. Yeah. <laughs> Conflict resolution. I'm like, dead I mean, serious. I, heard you say that. I just had to like look like. Yeah, like how I do almost, you like to re- resolve conflict, bro? Like the knee jerk action was like communication, but I see the difference. Like I understand where yeah. you're coming from. Like it's different. Do you like to raise your voice? Mm-hmm. You know, like are you passive aggressive? Do you mm-hmm. like to storm out? Like, can we let's talk about yeah, this? Do you need some time to calm yeah, down? Yeah, you know. Do you need a break? You know. Do you like to just talk about it and then But this is this is real mature boy, cause some people can't even answer that question for you. Okay, do you punch you <laughs> <laughs> I do not. That is not my cup of tea. I'm light fixing stuff, so I'm not breaking <laughs> shit. Definitely mm. conflict resolution. What do you For think sure. about that? Um, I think it's definitely. <laughs> We're taking you back to school. <laughs> I think it's definitely a necessity. Now that you you know you put it that way, um, I think someone knowing how they deal with certain things is very, very sexy in my eyes. Like I know I'm a pop off, or I know I got a smart mouth, or I know like da 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 da. Like it's legit. It's all love. It's all respect that you know how you handle yourself and you know your tendencies of how you handle people. So that self-awareness we always talk about. Mm-hmm. My favorite S word. Yeah. <laughs> it's on you. Huh? It's your table. Oh, something else. <laughs> um, Sorry. So something else that I think you should definitely hit on is is on debt baby what you bringing bringing it all where you at where you at how you how them student loans look how them credit cards you had got when you was like 19 20 you know paid them down like what's up with it like you know um just because when you you know when you join together and you know together you you know doing that thing and it's looking towards marriage you know you want your spouse, you know, you want your mate to to be okay, you know. And if that is creating a plan for y'all together to come out of that debt that's per se on your end, that's what you do, you know. You do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, am I saying that dudes should just be out here paying chicks debt down? Like, nah, that's not what I'm saying, bro. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is... If you're taking it to that level with a woman, 
and she does have that, it's her responsibility to make a plan and for you to help her pursue getting that taken care of, no matter what that may be, you know. So um, I do think that as a partner, you are you play a role in helping that out. Um, so whatever that may be, that's what that is. It could be financial. It could be just actually helping her make a plan, you know, and looking at the numbers and saying, hey, we can do this. We can do that. We can put a little money here. We can do whatever, you know, so just being the leader of that. Um, so that would be something to talk about. And another thing I feel like you should talk about before getting to that level is kids how many you want oh how many like, if you got some beforehand how many you want you know Definitely. what do you what do you want you know i want six and i'm not are you okay with this or how many girls you want even down to that because i feel like sometimes people they don't talk about it and then they get in and then they got you know two boys and then the lady wants to be done or the man wants to be done and then somebody want to try for a girl you know so just having those conversations and being transparent say hey you know i want a boy and a girl or i want three kids total i don't care how what they all are or i want four kids i want three boys one girl two boys two girls you know whatever just putting it all out there on the table so that you have that space to conversate and connect and know what it is and what it's not you know you don't want no no smoking mirrors you don't want no surprises when you get into you know relationship especially if you're looking to head towards marriage you definitely don't want those surprises because they can they can affect your relationship you know um so just being on the same page about as much things as you can as possible is very very important in my eyes I agree especially about the children thing like what if you want five and they literally just want nine yeah <laughs> this might not be the person for you it because probably won't be the person for you you ain't finna change that number from five to zero yeah do you think that a compromise can be made about children um Hmm. I think a compromise can be made about anything, but at the same time, I feel like that compromise, once it's made, it has to be stuck to mentally, meaning you can't be wondering back off to whatever you say, per se. So let's just say, take, for example, myself, say I give it somebody and I say, I only want one more child. But they say they want four kids. So the compromise meeting in the middle is two, right? But is that two, two that we have together or just two in total, meaning that we only have one together? Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So I think that that's more or less what it is when you have to deal with compromise and you have to get to a place to where once you agree upon it, that's what y'all do. And that be that. And it's never brought back up. It's never an argument about it. It's never a jab like, oh, well, I want another kid and you want to give me another kid. Like, no, bro, we decided, like, this is what we're doing. Like, that's that. Like, that's what we came upon. That's what we're doing. And then that's that, you know. And then today's day and age, there's plenty of procedures out there where it make the chances very, very high harder to have another kid you know on the men's side and on the women's side you know so there's things you can do once you got to that number together mm -hmm. and you know help because life don't stop um i'm sorry to say this but having sex don't stop and the possibility of you know another kid being brought into play should not be something that you're worrying about when you're trying to be intimate with your partner and you already agreed upon not having more kids. Mic mm. drop. Yeah. <laughs> Go I, ahead. I thought of a question. Go ahead. No. <laughs> it's like, Okay. 
So. Yeah, I agree. And it, like you said, it can't be something that like constantly comes back up. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be something that you're you, you're throwing at me in argument. Like whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, you said. Whoa, sir. You said five years ago. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> if you don't sit down somewhere. Whoa, sir. Um, I think that privacy should be talked about in like prior to like what do you perceive as privacy what do you want on social media what do you will not want on social media mm. how involved do you want your family to be in our relationship zero to none baby <laughs> <laughs> very slim <laughs> i'm good i'm good love enjoy but that's stuff that should be talked about yeah, like some definitely. people are rarely close to like their mom and their dad and they value like and it's like their opinion. I love their that for you, but no. Not for us. Yeah. Love that for you, but not for us. Mm-hmm. So we got to talk about this beforehand, yeah. baby. Yeah. But I feel like we've given, I feel like we've, we shared a lot. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did share a lot. All things that I wished I would have been talking about before in my did. previous relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All the things I wish I would have known when I was 20 or 21. Not 20. Yeah, 20. You know, life happens. Now you live and you learn. Exactly. And you make it to the other side and you're grateful for your past. Definitely. Because now I'm able to drop gems based off of my trauma. (laughs) Respectfully. Okay, so we are doing SSS, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you sent this to me a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, we're going to be doing a his and her segment, and this one is from Elgin. Ooh. <laughs> Let's see what Elgin wants to talk about. Cultural, but I feel, and I don't know if this is just cultural, but I feel like men go through a lot. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of expectation placed on men. Yeah, yeah. And I think a woman's function or role a lot of the time is to create stability uh, for a man to be able to rest for them Mm. to be able to create Mm. for them to be able to um, reflect Mm. and connect back to God and stay focused so I think we're we're stabilizers Mm. we ground we ground men Mm. I think and so men oftentimes will be living their lives you know whatever that looks like or means for them and then when when a man finds the right woman and joins his life with her, there's some level of peace he experiences because he's stable, because he's grounded. So I think stability is the first one. I think support is another one. So supporting him, you know, not blindly, but when he has a vision and purpose, like it was mentioned, then you support his vision and purpose. And I don't know if this is his vision and purpose. Now, you might poke holes, which is different than criticizing and condemning. So he might tell you he has a business idea and you're like, great. You know, I love it. Have you considered this part? What about this? Tell me more, which is supportive and not condemning. So when he brings something up and you just shoot it down, okay? Like a duck out of the sky, sis. You you don't want to emasculate a man. There shouldn't be any, you shouldn't want to be with an emasculated man. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't go together. And so we have to support when we know there's a vision and purpose in place. And then we keep them on their P's and Q's, okay? So we, (laughs) we poke holes where we see fit so that when they go back into the world, they have... Yep. The best yep. possible yes. yep. outcome laid out for them because you supported yeah. that vision and purpose. The last thing that comes to mind is sustain. We have to sus- we have to be sustainable you for them, three, hey, and three we P's, have to. Right. Yep. She had three S's. Look. His vision and purpose. Yep. She rah. had three S's. Look. This- Thanks for giving me some time to come up with that. Uh, <laughs> You have to be, you have to sustain that energy. It has to be, because relationships is long, you know what I mean? Life is short, but life is long. So how are you going to make this sustainable where your relationship can continue to evolve and grow over time Mm -hmm. for you to be able to thrive in the long run? So to me, stabilize, support, and sustain are the three that, that come to mind. Actually, I feel like I sent this video to you. Like forever ago. No, you no, didn't. No, I promise you I did. You know what? We can talk about this off mic, but I'm 100% sure that I'm right. 
and we can go back through. And no, I we can see. definitely can. And I should. I've. I know. I bet you a dollar and a bag of hot Cheetos that I'm right. And it's a gas station there. So I know we'll it's one it right tonight. across the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'll let you know who won. <laughs> okay, but no, I did see this. Um, she spoke a lot. Yeah, she said a mouthful. I think what um really stuck out to me and just the overall message here is that it kind of goes back to the purpose of like a help me. And I think that there's a reason why the wife is called to tend to the house and not in like a, I don't know why it people look at it in like a degrading way. It's like, I am literally built. Like I possess all of these skill sets that you don't have, which is fine because I have them to make our house a home mm-hmm. to keep it. That's your role. Yeah. That it's my role and I'm good at it. I was made for it. And because I'm who I am, it allows you to be who you are. Correct. You stay over there. Let me still be here. here. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Like, if you have a vision and then I have an eye and I see something that you don't see, I'm going to tell you about it. And it's mm-hmm. not me criticizing. It's me knowing that I want it to be better because it's your vision. Mm-hmm. And like she said, the whole poke holes thing, mm-hmm. um, just you being engaged in the vision. Yeah. I think sometimes, too, like, you know, women – trusting their man and they take the vision and they don't even really know know what's going on. on. They're (laughs) just like, Oh, we're just working the plan here. And you didn't realize that the vision needed licensing and Mm -hmm. the vision needed Mm -hmm. a real business plan. The vision needed startup funds. The vision needed a logo, you know? Yeah. And what if he's not good at organizing or he's mm-hmm. not good at planning or he's not good at checking days or making sure this is done or that is done or the I's are dotted and the T's, T's are crossed and you missed out on that because you weren't here. You weren't engaged in the vision. Like so. purpose meets is side by side. Like mm-hmm. we're in this together. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, a couple things that I want to hit on about what she said, you know, um, number one for me, sustainability is it's key. I mean, that's probably the ma- the most major key that I feel like she dropped because, you know, like she said, a relationship is long and you can start off fast and strong and fizzle down in the middle and mm-hmm. then you find yourself at a dead end mm-hmm. or the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so sustainability is very, 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 very pivotal, very, very key. Um, and stability or a stabilizer of rest. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your lady should be your safe haven. She should be your peace. Correct. And no one knows you like your mate, right? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) she should be able to come to you and say, hey, babe, shut it down. Go to sleep. Like you're literally falling asleep studying or you're literally falling asleep trying to, you know, do whatever you're trying to do. Like that person should be able to come to you and walk to you and, and walk you to the bed essentially you know what i'm saying like it's just that simple like Mm -hmm. you should be able to have that connection to know like okay she's probably watched me a few times doze off or whatever the case may be and i really just need to go ahead and you know but being being in that safe space to be able to connect and listen and understand where she's coming from and respect where she's coming from it's not like she's making you go to bed or she's telling you what to do it's just her better judgment at this moment that is in your best interest at mm-hmm. heart. Um, so just being in that space as a man to understand that, um, you know, and what was it? It was one other part that she said, hmm, stabilize. Oh, she talked about support and what support really looks like. And for me, it goes it goes to the part where you can have a vision, you can have a dream, but the same energy you put into yourself, you must still put into your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, whatever your partner's into, you got to understand it. You got to have some knowledge around it. You got to be a, a able player in the game. Like, you might not have the passion that they have. You might not be expert at it like they are but you got to understand the field you got to understand the realm of what they're doing so that you can add value your goal and your 
purpose is to add value in any way possible form you can when you have a partner. So, you know, whatever you're into, whatever your partner's into is your duty to add value and understand like, hey, this is the world and I may never be in it, but let me study up on it. Let me understand it and let me ask some questions. Let me read a book or two or a couple articles to be able to be engaged in conversation when it's time for them to to discuss with you. Um, so that level of support is is awesome, man. It's definitely what is needed. And to kind of piggyback a little bit on what you were talking about in the beginning and that is the woman being the the homemaker and the things like that. Um, you know, I think also too one thing that we have to understand as a man is you have to appreciate the homemaker in your woman. Um, you know, she goes out, goes to the store. Let's just use example fall since we're in fall. She goes out, goes to the store, buys some new plants, buys this, buys that, falls the whole front of the house up. You come home, it's pumpkins everywhere, <laughs> it's hay, it's this, it's that. You know, it's a fall colored letter that is, you know, the family's initials or whatever the case may be. Bro, say something. Say thank you. Say it looks nice, babe. Say you did a great job, love. Say something. Because they don't do those things just for themselves. They do those things for the family. For the family. For everyone. And to give you something to be proud about at the end of the day. You know, you look at your home, you pull up in your driveway, and your front of your house looks better than every other front of the house <laughs> in the in the neighborhood. Cause it's gonna get there, bro. Like most women take pride in that when they're homemakers, you know. They get a little idea off of Pinterest or wherever, and they're talking to their homegirls and you know, things happen. So you have to appreciate those things. You have to appreciate your woman for putting in the effort to make your house a home. You can't overlook it. I can't stress it enough. And um, something that you said is, like, you don't have to be passionate about something to support someone in it. Correct. You're like, I don't have to have a genuine passion mm -hmm. in cooking. Correct. But if I know that my spouse, like, enjoys this and that's what mm -hmm. he wants to do with his life, I'm going to take an interest in it because I'm interested in you. Exactly. That's really all it is. It's about selflessness mm -hmm. and being self-aware. Correct. Emotional intelligence. Baby. I know. See, it all goes back to EQ. <laughs> but I saw this post, and it's unrelated, but it's related to the concept of, like, longevity mm -hmm. and sustainability. Because, like she said, relationships are for a long time. Like, life is short, but it's long. And you're locked in with this person. <laughs> Y'all locked in. For a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I saw this post that on Twitter. Hashtag Twitter. Twitter be tweeting. <laughs> and um, it was just basically saying that even, like, outside of loving your spouse, like, you need to like them. Like, mm -hmm. you need to genuinely yeah, love is not gonna be enough. like this person mm -hmm. as a person in order for you guys to survive the dark days, to survive the mm -hmm. evolving and the changes. Like, do you like them just as a human being? At times, love won't be enough. It's, it's, just, it's just a reality of the situation. I feel like the friendship, it's what its what makes it sustainable. Mm -hmm. Like, the relationship is great, and the marriage, and the kids, and all of that, but, like, it's the genuine friendship. that That's what's going to, like, I think that's the foundation. The basics. Yeah, that's what matters. Like, bro, because I would never do my friend dirty. Yeah. And sometimes life happens, and you got to get back to the basics. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like this person, you can't get back to the basics of just hanging out, Loving on one another, having fun. Laughing. Yep. I feel like laughing is so underrated with your mm -hmm. spouse. <laughs> yeah. Knee slappers <laughs> with your spouse is like one of a kind. It's top tier. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, y'all could just say something and y'all the only two in the room just bust out laughing. I mean, it's no greater feeling. Like, it's dope. It is. Yeah. But I like that video a lot. Yeah, she dropped a lot of gems, definitely. Just, okay, last point. 
Because pe- men are not just here to pay bills. <laughs> Definitely ain't, bro. <laughs> Definitely ain't. To just pay bills and then, like, give us dick. And I feel like that's how this society has, like, made it out to be. Where it's just like, okay, I know my worth as a woman. That's great, too. But he's equally as worthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he matters. What, just as much as you matter. What he wants, what he mm-hmm. needs, his vision is just as important. If if yeah. not a little bit more because he is the head of the household. But, you know. What we always say to each his own. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I think. <laughs> that's just how you feel. That's how you coming with it. Yeah, that's just, you know. Yeah, man. I, I but we're also, you know, speaking from experience. Exactly. Been there and done that. Literally been there fucking done that <laughs> yeah been there done that made the mistakes yeah. learn from it healed yes. from it grew yes. from it and so. we'll do better the next time correct gang gang in this bitch for sure man <laughs> I, I did the last outro for sure man well once again man i just want to say or we just want to say thank you guys thank you guys for listening man we are on the road to five hundred plays and we're planning something super special for our once we get there definitely so we got some we got some for y'all man our supporters are our day ones a ones however you want to call it you know y'all ain't really got no name yet but you know (laughs) gang gang the lna squad you know whatever you want to call yourself man we got some for y'all like she said once we get to that man and um, we'll definitely be sharing that once it happens. Hopefully here soon. But then the next couple episodes, man, we should be, we should be hitting that. But man, we on the road to 500 plays, man. If you mess with LNA, man, share this with somebody, man, that you feel like will rock with us. That some of these gems will touch as well, man. Definitely share, 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 man. That's all. That's how you can support us, man. Besides just hitting the play and listening, share it with somebody. You know, hey, check my dog out. Hey, check this out. How you feel about this? How you feel about that, man? We appreciate it. We we definitely appreciate you guys sharing energy with us, spending your time, you know, just letting us come through your headphones or come through your car play or however you listen to us, man. We appreciate it. We appreciate the people listening to it all over the world, man, because we got some plays in some some crazy places, man. So I appreciate the people that's playing overseas and stuff too, man. We we appreciate you as well. Um, and you know where you can follow us at, man. You can follow your boy at executive underscore el. Don't forget the el. And you can follow the love of the a at a moment with a. And you can follow us at lna underscore podcast. LNA underscore Sorry, podcast. I wasn't listening, huh? <laughs> <laughs> LNA underscore podcast, man. Check us out, man. Check us out on Mondays and Tuesdays, man. We're going to start dropping the vibe of the week for y'all, man. So y'all can listen to the vibe of the week and, you know, you can respond to the story and stuff like that. Let us know if you're feeling the vibe of the week or not, man. Um, But thank you guys for listening again. <laughs>